Hey, this your boy Frank Gore. You li I'm listening to 49 and Rush. Niners all day. That's Brain Sits Home, baby. Let's go. I love it, man. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? How is everybody doing? It's Tuesday. Uh, we're going live just before 4 o'clock. And, man, what an awesome day. As a football player, as a coach, it, it doesn't matter. There's a couple days that you always circle on your calendar. And this day is one of them. When the pads come on, the men come to play. That's what it's about. It's just it's energizing. The reason why football is so popular is this controlled violence, right? And so you get to go. I, I remember I, I love football for so many reasons. And I started playing whenever I was, I think, in second or third grade. Uh, grew up in Texas, so it's a little different there. But I could hit people and not get in trouble. It meant everything to me. <laughs> I still wish I could do that to this day. Um, but... It, it's a big deal. And so whenever you're practicing and you're not wearing pads and I get it with the acclimation period and bringing everything in and you got to slowly, you know, player safety is paramount, all those things. I get that. But whenever you get to start hitting, that's when you find out who belongs. And that was today. Um, now, a lot of the practice reports still coming out and all those things, but I wanted to keep you updated just on the schedule of where training camp is. It goes quick. It goes really, really quick. There's only 13 total practices in training camp. Guess what? We've got five down already. So five practices are down. That means we got eight left. I'm a smart guy. I can subtract a little. Um, so they're going to have practice tomorrow. Um, actually, no, I, I didn't count correctly. We've had six practices already. Um, so, yeah, that's where we're at. So we only have seven left. Wednesday, they're going to practice tomorrow. Then they get a day off. And so we're pretty damn close to the midway point, we're at the midway point of training camp. This is going to be over before we know it. And on top of that, guys, we have a preseason game against the Chiefs very, very soon. Um, on the 14th, Saturday, primetime game, 5.30. Woo! So, so close. I can't wait for that. One, just because this is the most meaningful preseason that we will have ever had. Not to mention, we didn't even have a preseason last year. Trey Lance is going to get a lot of work and all this stuff. You think the hype is big now? Wait till Trey Lance does this against, you know, he's not going to be going against the ones or anything like that. But that hype, it's it's going and it's it's not slowing down. That's all I'm telling you right now. So, But on top of all those things, I'm most excited about the preseason game because I need film to break down. My head is like, ah, let me get in there. Let me dive in. Let me see what's going on. You know, we get all these rumors from training camp. Patreon's going to be wilding. I'm just telling you right now. Once we get that preseason game, expect, you know, three-hour-plus breakdown of offense and defense and all those things. It's going to be going crazy. So uh, do appreciate everybody for their support over on Patreon. Um, that is incredible. If you're not there yet, you should be there. And, man, we just got about nine days 
until we just get it. I'm going to dive into that way too much. I'm telling you that. It's going to be bad. But it's absolutely incredible to be with you guys today. And we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, we're going to be going over injuries. Obviously, got to talk some more quarterbacks. Uh, Trey Lance just keeps making plays. Um, we're also going to be going over O-line, D-line, just talking about a lot of players and just see what's going on in constant updates, understanding what is happening with this team. It's an organism. It evolves. It changes. And, you know, you, you've got 90 people out there player-wise, and when one goes down, that changes, okay? Who gets those snaps? Secondary's having a mess right now. We're going over all that. Plus, a lot of people have asked me to do kind of a predictions with uh, divisions and stuff like that. I know we got a lot of betters out here. Well, my bookie's back, baby. Four years in a row. And so I wanted to try to find a way. Again, whenever we do sponsors, I always want it to be something that applies. We're going to be, I'm going to be going through the bets that I put in every single year preseason. I want to be covering the AFC today and who I think is going to be winning each division. So we've got 49ers galore. We're going to pause a little bit, and we'll talk about some of those other teams in the AFC. We play a lot of them, so I think that's relevant in that way. And again, if you if you don't bet with us, you're missing out. Uh, we make money every year betting. Uh, so uh, hopefully you'll join us and all those things. What's up, Brian Carter? I appreciate the gift, man. Uh, he says, I wish you could watch. Throw up that 50-yard. Yeah, I think Brian's still at work, and I appreciate the gift, my good friend. Uh Absolutely incredible, dude. John, uh, Drew says this. He says, was Kinlaw back in healthy form? Um, I know you saw his interview recently and his thread and his arms and he's jacked and all that. But, yes, you know, Kinlaw missed some time with some knee swelling. And why not? Let's just start here because, you know, I was planning on talking about this a little bit later. But he missed some time because his knee. That's been an issue for him. Well, he's been out there the last two days. Okay, so Monday and Tuesday, Monday he went through individual, and Kyle Shanahan even alluded to this today. Uh, Kinlaw was pissed. He was mad. He wanted to be out there in team drills, and they held him back on Monday. He didn't like it. I don't know about you. There's a lot of people I want to make mad. Kinlaw's not one of them. The dude is just, it's one thing to look big. It's another thing to be as big and physical as he is. He stands next to Eric Armstead, and Eric Armstead looks small. Like, that's – people don't understand how big Kinlaw – he's the biggest dude on the team. Him him and Trent Williams is just like the <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It, it's just bananas. He's Hulk. That's what he is. And Kinlaw, you know, he made a point in his press conference, and you can just see how big he is. I'm going to show you a clip of it here. He's been here since February. And he wants everybody to understand, this dude has been working as hard as anybody in the locker room, and it's not a new thing. He is committed. Um, they got a plan for me, you know, and I'm just I'm just going with it, sticking with it. I've been sticking with it so far. But, yeah, I've been here. Uh, I've been here since February. Um, just, wanting to, just wanting to get a better feel for everybody, you know, just letting everybody, just wanting everybody to know I work hard, you know, so. Just it's like he has an Undertaker type presence, uh, theatrical kind of just empowering, looking down on. That's just who he is. Um, I love it. 49er George says he's part of the Jerry Rice tier. I love it. Uh, that's again our Patreon. So if you want all the film breakdowns, uh, Jason, I see you. What's the Patreon name? Just go to patreon.com, type in 49ers Rush Podcast or 49ers Rush to pull up, or just 49ers it pulls up. If you join the Frank Gore tier, you get all the breakdowns I've ever done, ever. Um, giveaways, we do extra stuff over there. It's just a different thing. 
And then if you want to do, we do our Zoom hangout, you know, once a month where we get together for an hour, we debate topics. Everybody's on there. It's absolutely incredible. Best hour of the week uh, of the month. It's incredible. That's the Jerry Rice tier. So, uh, but again, you get all the video breakdowns and all that stuff. And as always, you take, you know, you, you get in there and you don't like it. Hasn't happened yet. It's going to happen. You want to cancel and back out. I'll pay you back your buddy. Uh, it, it's guaranteed, baby. It's guaranteed. That's a Chapman guarantee. So if you want to participate, please do that. That's the best way to support the podcast. Now back to Kinlaw. He didn't miss some time. But I don't think people understand just how good he is. And I understand it's very natural and it's 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 linear to be able to look at Kinlaw and say, man, Forrest Buckner played the same position. That is correct. They're not the same player. They're not the same body type. They're not the same play type. They're not the same imposing force. Completely different. I'm not saying Kinlaw's better than Buckner. Everybody understands that. Not true. They're not the same player. Like, they're completely diametrically opposed. And whenever you listen to Kinlaw talk about how great he wants to be, and I know his voice is soft. I, I emptied up a lot, but I don't think I did it enough. So um, as you listen to Kinlaw talk again and that <laughs> crazy Undertaker soft voice, listen to the people that he throws out there uh, that he's trying to model his game after because I think that's telling. We saw, Den, uh, you know, the same number, you know, Buckner. We get it. He's not that guy. And Kinlaw understands that. So pay attention to the way he phrases this. Um. Honestly, I watch. I was watching a lot of Dumkin Sue from his early days. Um, just watching how violently he played the game. You know, I figured I play. I kind of play. I always want to play violent. You know, um, so I always watch Sue. Uh, guy like Nick Fairley. Uh, just guys like that, like real old school uh, guys that I can kind of uh, take their moves and put it into my game. You know, I don't. I don't see myself watching like little fast guys, you know, because that's not who I am, you know. Um, but yeah, that's that's just the mindset that I have. I had that mindset since I first started playing this game, um, and I don't care what anybody thinks about how I am right now or anything like that. I don't care what they say. One day I will be. So that's my take on that. That's my take on that, man. You you feel it, and when you understand the background, what the way in which he had to get here, all the things he's been through. The dude's different. And again, you know, going back to the whole understanding, everybody wants to measure things by box scores because they don't actually watch the games. And when they do watch the game, they just watch the ball. They don't know what's going on with defensive tackles. The only times they recognize the D lineman is when they get a sack. Wasn't even a measured stat for the first like 40 years of the league. But that's kind of our society and who we are as fans. And that's okay. I understand that. It's way more than sacks, okay? Yeah, he had one and a half sack. Not great. But you don't get Fred Warner having an all-pro year without Kinlaw. The what, and again, John Lynch talked about this before they drafted Kinlaw. They want to get bigger to stop the run so that teams have to be one-dimensional against our defense. Once they're one-dimensional and they have to pass, that lets up speed rushers on the outside. Um, it, it helps everything. That is one of the things that Kinlaw does that DeForest Buckner did not do. Uh, again, you know, you look at Defoe, he's average in the run game elite, as good as they get in the pass game. But he's a finesse, you know, Olay guy, swim move, all that stuff. That's not what Kinlaw is. Kinlaw is straight power and violence. Kinlaw is elite in the run game. As a rookie, 
and is average in the pass game. Now, can he excel in that area? We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. We got to hold back just a little bit there. A couple other things with the injury. Probably the biggest injury to date. Um, Aziz Alshar. Uh, I know I say his name wrong all the time. I practice, I practice, and I still mess it up. Uh, Texan to English, to it just doesn't work very well. To Arabic, <laughs> it's even worse. But um, he's going to be out with the knee for a few weeks is what Kyle Shanahan said. Now, the good thing is he was able to walk off on his own strength, and it doesn't seem to have any long-term effects. Um, they're not worried about that at all. He just needs to rest before he gets back out there. But you do have to understand he does have ACL history. Um, he is, you know, he would be the number three starting linebacker if the season started today. But he's not out there. So what does that mean? There's a couple different players that have been doing really, really well and getting a lot of traffic at the linebacker spot. Number one is Marcel Harris. Um, and they're even using him in a pass rusher situation whenever he comes in in that 4-3 situation off the edge, which I like a lot. He is so aggressive downfield. I love him in the box. I think he's a good, strong safety, but whenever we do the two-safety look, him at free safety is a bad, bad look. And also Jonas Griffith. Uh, I don't know if you remember, if you were with us last year, we had him on the show. Uh, 49ers brought him in as an undrafted free agent. You can go back and listen to that interview. It was incredible. Awesome kid. Uh, big, big fan. Really excited to see what he can do. But we have more depth at linebacker than almost anywhere else on this team. Probably D-line's going to be up there as well. I guess you could throw in quarterback. I don't know of another team that has the same quarterbacks that we have. Um, anyway, so stay with this. Let's go now. And I love it. I saw this comment, and I got it, I got it highlighted up here from Khalil, uh, Kali. He says, I heard, I heard, heard, practiced 11-11 today. He did it, baby. He did it. We had two players that everybody written off, including myself. I didn't write off Hurd. I did write off D Ford. Both took part in padded practices, team snaps today. That's probably what I should have led with. That's the best news of the whole day. Because, again, what have we been saying all offseason? Oh, man, if we can get one more pass rusher. Oh, man, if we can get that wide receiver three figured out. Well, guess what? It's, it's figured out. If these guys can stay on this trajectory, now, I get it. Hurd had two days off. One of them was unexpected. But, hey, he, rebound, he rebounded, and he's back out there. Practiced yesterday, got into team with pads on today. That is great news. Absolutely love that. And D Ford was in pads, right? Got out there. And I'm wrong. <laughs> I know that that's, you know, Something that you don't really learn to say. Um, you know, classes started back. I'm a teacher as well. And usually what I do is like, as I'm getting to know the students, we'll do like questions. And I ask like, okay, what's a pet peeve you have? As we'd like try to build these relationships and, you know, whatever else. And so if we do that for role for the first couple of days, you know, different questions. What's your favorite cereal? Just different stuff. The kids usually really enjoy it. And a couple kids said, when people cannot admit that they're wrong, and unfortunately, that's kind of social media. You've got these guys that are out there, you know, hot button takes and all that stuff and ugh, whatever. It grosses me out. I was wrong. I'm telling you right now. I didn't think D Ford would ever play again, and I love that I'm wrong, and it gets me so excited that I'm wrong. I love that. Absolutely love that, um, and so it's huge. 
because again, go back to this. We harped on this leading up to the draft. Oh, let's draft Aziz Ojalari, you know, the outside pass rusher from Georgia. If he falls to us, that'd be amazing. We were talking about drafting him at 12 before we traded up. We passed on him. He was there in the second round. Had an issue. We passed on him, right? Okay, wide receiver. Oh, we got to get our wide receiver three. Guess what? Ronda, we had all kinds of guys that were there. Rondell Moore was there. Nope, passed on him. If these players, Jalen Hurd and D. Ford, are healthy and contribute just a little bit, 20 to 25% of the snaps on the year, we're going to be just fine. We're going to be just fine. Um, now, Sticking with all those things, I got to say this. Um, one, you know, we did the 400th episode about a week ago, and <laughs> sure enough, uh, we gave out like all kinds of stuff, four shirts, uh, just had a really good time. It was awesome. One of the people that won a shirt actually uh, runs uh, an imprinting shop, a t-shirt shop. So he said, turn it around and put it back to the people. And so, hey, I've got another gift that I want to give out today, just another 49ers Rush t-shirt. And again, you guys can see, I'll, I'll throw up just a little clip here. If you go, the link's in the description. I think it's the last one link on there. We sell all kinds of stuff, 49ers Rush gear, uh, T-shirts, hoodies, cell phones, mugs, whatever. And shout out to Dell with Eat Sleep Fantasy coming up with a lot of these designs. There's a lot of really great stuff on there. So I want to give out another shirt to the Countdown Crew, baby, uh, because, again, he said pay it forward. Let's do it. We're in the business is always losing money. That's what we do. And our Countdown Crew winner, all you got to do, hashtag CC. Anytime we go live in the first 90 seconds, our countdown crew winner today is at home dude. So congratulations, my friend. Uh, you are the winner today. And again, we're going to be doing giveaways nonstop. I just bought a, a shipment. I don't want to say how much because my wife, I don't think she listens, but um, I just bought seven jerseys, seven jerseys to give away. Not only on here and giveaways on Twitter and Patreon and stuff, but also for our 49ers Rush Road Trip, um, where we're doing these pep rallies and getting together and you know partying the night before. Um, we're going to week two at the Eagles. We're doing the Halloween game at Chicago and, of course, Los Angeles Rams. So if you haven't got your tickets with that, please head over there. Make sure you get your tickets. Uh, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Buy your tickets. Come party with us the night before. I'm setting up stuff with tailgates, trying to get that finalized for the day of the game, all that stuff. So, again, congratulations to At Home Dude. Reach out to me. Oh, I see he's already in there. That's awesome. Email me, 49ersRushPodcast at gmail.com, and we'll, we'll link up. Go pick a shirt, and we'll, we'll get all that stuff taken care of. Uh, always giving stuff away. Now, we also got to talk about Debo. Debo has been the player of the camp. First, the first like two or three practices, it was Ayuk. Then, all right, started to transition to Trey Lance and Debo, but Debo's been consistently great. Well, that kind of took a little bit of a hiccup. He got an extra day of rest today. His, he has some tightness in his groin, nothing to be alarmed about. But again, with Debo, that's who he is. He goes so hard every damn play. You've got to kind of wait and give him the breaks he needs. Um, so he got a little bit of timeout. And then the corners. All right, and we're going to end our kind of talk about injuries here. Corners are a mess. It wasn't an issue, a position of depth beforehand. Uh, we drafted two corners <laughs> in the draft, but it's not enough. Um, let's go through it. Number 27, right? He had some tightness. He should be back in a couple days, Kyle Shanahan. Tim Harris, he spent two years on basically IR. 
finally got reps with the first team, he's injured. And it's a groin. He might be out for a little bit longer. Manuel Mosley hasn't even practiced this offseason because he got COVID. So both rookies, you know, whether this is a good or a bad thing, kind of trial by fire. You know, Kyle Shanahan said rookies will not be working with the ones, period, um, through those first four days. Well, those four days are over. So starting Monday, guess what? All those entries at corner that I just mentioned, Ambry Thomas got a lot of work with the ones. He went in first with the rookies on the outside. Eventually, Diamador Lenore went in and got some work with the ones, but not near as much. But they're getting, you know, processed through there. And training camp's huge because injuries are always bad. There's never a good thing with injuries, obviously. It doesn't matter if it's another team either. Injuries suck, period. That's all that there is. But just because they suck and you never root for them, you do have to look at, okay, what is the opportunity cost of that injury? Well, rookies are getting more meaningful snaps with the ones. I think that's imperative. It's important. You don't hope for those things, but when they happen, you do have to say, all right, these guys are getting extra time. Do I, this, the door is closer now than it was before training camp for Ambry Thomas to beat out Emmanuel Mosley. Do I think it's going to happen? No, but it's closer because, again, Mosley's not practicing, and Ambry Thomas is. Who's more talented? Ambry Thomas is. And, you know, Mosley was an undrafted free agent. And I love Mosley, and I hope he wins that job, but you don't get those snaps. Eh, that's kind of what it is. That's kind of what it is. So we'll have to see what's going on there. Um, also, uh, Kyle Shanahan was asked if they're going to bring in corner depth. I know that they brought in, right before I went live, um, I see that they brought in two or three corners to work out. They've already brought in Dre Kirkpatrick. It probably would be him that they sign. Um, but, yeah, we'll just have to see there. Now, I, I see this on there, too. Per multiple reports, Thomas is struggling. Um, yeah, it, it, it's this stuff happens. And kind of what's most important is whenever we get to the games. That's what we've got to see. And once we see that, then we'll see. You know, it, practice is a big deal, no doubt about it. And, yeah, I've heard that as well. Hopefully that changes soon. Hopefully that changes soon. Oh, what's up, what's up Kyle? I appreciate you, man. A anytime you're late, I don't care. I'll take the hashtag CC. It makes me smile. I see it in there. Um, now, before we jump into the uh, quarterback battle, uh, let's hear a real quick word from our sponsor. Guys, I'm here with you today. Everyplate.com. This is incredible. You want to eat healthy? You want to save money? This is the spot to do it in. I love this thing. It, here's the deal. We get the box of meals sent to us. You've got like 14 plus recipes to choose from. They're all delicious. You get a box. It's completely contactless. You don't have to go to the store. You don't have to do anything. They send you everything you need. Recipes and directions included. And everything cooks in less than 30 minutes. And you're like, all right, yeah, I've heard these things before. It's always too expensive. Well, guess what? This gives you fuller wallets. This is America's best value meal kit, and it's not even close. It's $1.99 per meal did you hear that and that's going to be the code to get uh this awesome offer everyplate.com use promo code 49ers199 49ers199 because it's only $1.99 so get started over there and here's the deal 
once you sign up and you get your meals for $1.99 per meal, it's stupid how cheap this is, you get an additional, that's right, extra, 20% off your next two boxes by going to everyplate.com and, again, using the promo code 49ers199. And, you know, I'll, I'll throw this out there, too. My oldest son, he's 17, football player, trying to gain weight. I'm trying to lose weight. This helps both of us achieve our goals, and it tastes delicious. He's able to – I don't cook. I got two full-time jobs. I don't have time for that. My son, my high school son, is able to go through this, follow it with ease. It's not stressful for him. Food is delicious. It's absolutely incredible. So um, you want to support the show. This is the best way. Uh, get healthy, lose weight, and save money at the same time. Head over to everyplate.com. Use promo code 49ers199. want to say thank you to our sponsors. Head over there. Come on. It's an insane deal. Let's go. I, it, it's funny. Like I, I remember recording that you know, about a month ago, and uh, I said I had two full-time jobs in that video. Yeah, it's it's more now. <laughs> like 2.5 teaching classes. They started back full-time, which is incredible. I'm exhausted, man. I've got football practice now. That's tired. Got the podcast. Uh, a shout-out to Juan Salas for uh, getting a lot of these clips and making this possible because, man, I've been an absolute mess. But anyway, let's talk about quarterbacks. And I'm seeing a couple people. What's up, Philip? I see you there. Uh, and 49 George over on Twitch. Just reminder, man. It's pretty cool. We, we're everywhere. Facebook Live, we're there. Periscope, Twitter, we're there. Twitch, we're there. YouTube, we're there. Um, we are all over the place, baby. So wherever it is you listen, we appreciate it. And, of course, the traditional podcast uh, listeners appreciate that as well, whether it's Apple Pods, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We all over the place. Just hit subscribe and hit that like button. That helps us out a lot. Um, it, it really does make a difference. So let's talk quarterbacks. First up... Trey Lance finally threw an interception, <laughs> which it, unfortunately, I, that's news because he doesn't do it. Remember, this is a guy that went through the entire season, albeit it was, you know, subdivision, all that stuff, 28 touchdowns, zero interceptions. So he finally threw an interception and it was in the fifth practice. Um, it, it's awesome. That's incredible. Uh, the pick was to Jonas Griffith. Um, it was in red zone work. And then right after that, he ran a touchdown on a zone read keeper. Again, I got that from Lombardi. He was talking about that. Now, what happened is Trey Lance talk took off. We had the day off and the media started spinning their narrative and the fans buy it. That's just the way that it goes. And what happens next? All this stuff, quarterback controversy. Oh my gosh, Trey Lance is going to be whatever. Well, let's wait and hear from the head coach. And let's see what he has to say. So here's Kyle on this quote-unquote quarterback controversy. I wouldn't say that. I, you know, I think when I said that, I meant in terms of, you know, I think when you guys ask if there's competition, you're, is that balanced reps? And does one guy go with the ones one day, the next guy the next day, and stuff like that? And that's kind of what I meant. But, I mean, everybody has to earn their position at every spot. I mean, whether twos are out there doing well, threes are out there doing well. I mean, um, I mean, it's, there's always competition. But... Um, no, we're not splitting the reps up, going against the ones and stuff. I thought Trey had one of his better days on Saturday, um, but that was nothing to move him up there to start talking differently with Jimmy or anything like that. At some point, you have to look back, okay? Respect the past to understand the future. Look at Kyle's track record with quarterback transitions in the past. Yeah, you remember... We, we draft C.J. Beathard. He comes out. He's awful. He's so bad. Halloween, we trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. 
DJ Beathard gets worse and worse and worse and keeps getting worse. He didn't put Jimmy Garoppolo in, even though he'd been in the NFL for, I think, three years at that point, for over a month. And again, the only way that he put Jimmy Garoppolo in, if you remember what happened in the fourth quarter, was due to an injury. He wasn't even going to put Jimmy in. Then let's jump to last year. He stuck with Mullins through all those turnovers. Dude averaged two and a half turnovers a game whenever he was in last year. Never gave CJ a chance. Mullins gets a breath knocked out of him. CJ goes in, makes a couple key plays. Mullins gets back out there. CJ back to the bench. When did CJ come back in the last couple of games? When Mullins hurt his elbow. Kyle is stubborn. He's so stubborn. And I'll say this. I'm not upset with that. He is going to... At some point, we got to believe what he's saying. I, I don't know why we keep falling into this trap of, well, Kyle's just not going to tell us the truth. Really? Find one head coach that hasn't told us the truth more than Kyle. He's, he's at the top of the list. Now, some of the stuff is coach speak. I get that. I get that. But again, everybody's like, oh, Trey Lance is starting week one. Okay, cool. Here's the question when posed to what it would take to Kyle Shanahan, what will it take for Trey to start week one? Yeah, I mean, I just think to look a lot better than a guy who's been playing for a while and done everything in practice and in three preseason games where you're not playing in all the games. And uh, I think that would be pretty tough to do. So I'm not trying to put that pressure on Trey. Um, but, I mean, if anybody who can pull stuff off, I mean, you're, you're going to see it that way. But I... Uh, Jimmy's played too good of football. Uh, he is too good of a player. And Trey's trying to learn everything right now and soak it all in. So that's why I'd be very surprised if he was able to do that. And, and so, like, you stay with those things. And just, he's going to be surprised. Now, listen to me. And this is what's important because most of the emails and stuff I get are usually about vaccines. Which I don't know why you're emailing me about that. If you just need to be pissed off about something, that's cool. Um, and then Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, because I don't think Trey Lance shouldn't start week one, it, I don't think that he's going to. That's why I have that take. I love Trey Lance. I, I, I have the jersey right here. I, I, this dude is incredible. I think that he's amazing. But, again, that doesn't mean that I'm going to be like, well, just because I like him, he should start. I, I don't believe that. Um, uh, real quick, Daniel, he asked this question. Hey, John, any word on who's been working the second team at backup center. Yeah, who's been getting those uh, snaps is Jake Brendel. Who would be the backup center would be Daniel Brunskill. So that's cut. They're trying to find an emergency safe, uh, center there. But I guarantee you, if for some reason Alex Mack went down, that's going to be it's going to be Brunskill out there. Uh, he's going to be the backup to almost quite possibly all five offensive linemen. Uh, but at minimum, he's going to be the backup for the entire entire interior offensive line. That's where he's going to be. Now, back to this quarterback thing, and I think that this is important. If we start believing, you know, Kyle Shanahan, right, the, the same people that are clamoring for Trey Lance and all this stuff, they were the same ones that were on the Mac Jones train. Go back and look at like, like, I'm not trying to be rude or any of those things. I want Trey Lance to play. But... Jimmy Garoppolo is going to start because of who Kyle Shanahan is, and you look at the pattern that he has set in place. Whenever, whenever Trey Lance does step in, I'm going to be pumped because I, I love it. But I, I'm just telling you, pay attention to the track record of the people that are putting those things out. 
That's all I got to say. Measure up. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. That's what it is. Start listening to this man. <laughs> Just start listening. Why is he lied? It doesn't, it, it doesn't, I don't know. I don't get it. Now, another awesome story came out. Um, FMIA, Football Morning in America with Peter King. One of the best columns that I read every single week. He took about a month off, but he came back out. He was at 49ers training camp and was able to talk to the coach. Oh, Thomas, man, really do appreciate uh, the gift, my friend. Thank you so much. Absolutely incredible. He said, you are amazing. Right back at you, brother. Um, right back at you. And so he goes off on this thing and he asked, all 90 players for the 49ers received an iPad with a digital playbook and all kinds of stuff in there, right? Well, the 49ers track this. All NFL teams do this. And so they could see who spent the most time in the playbook. All 90 players, not just quarterbacks, not running backs, not rookies, all 90. Now, we all know who spent the most time. Work ethic of Trey Lance is off the charts. This has never been in question. And so uh, the fact that not only did he spend the most of the quarterbacks or skill positions, more than everybody. And I love this comment. Kyle was asked about this, and Kyle's just going to Kyle, man. Uh, Trey Lance's work ethic is a lot. Kyle Shanahan scheming. Eh, he's going to over-scheme somebody's hard work ethic. I, I don't know. I actually haven't heard that. Someone mentioned that to me before I came in, so someone must have mentioned that to Peter. Um, so I'm sure Bracken told probably lynch that or something, um, which is cool. But I also know how electronics work. You can press play and watch a movie while that's just going next to you <laughs> and act like it was on for eight hours. So um, how they are, I mean, I, that's why I don't ask everyone's hours. I kind of just see, are they prepared? And it wouldn't surprise me because um, he seems prepared each day. I love that. He's like, oh, people are just cheating. It's what it is. Um, that, that's incredible. He cracks me up, man. But it's consistent with what we've seen. That, that that's that's the thing so the two of the players that we've talked about today three of the players to be honest with you ken law his work ethic the off season you look at his body the transformation that he has performed if you go back to his days at south carolina that dude was up to 345 345 pounds he lost 25 pounds to play in college he's lost a little bit more and the dude's just jacked you look at debo best shape of his life that's huge. All the off-season workouts that he was posting and working on, they're paying off. Now Trey Lance. If And again, I want to shift gears here quickly because it's the culture that you have built with, again, I highlighted those three players for several reasons. One, work ethic. But two, they're all young players. Trey Lance, rookie this year. Ken Law, rookie last year. Debo, rookie three. It's a culture that permeates the locker room and feeds and builds upon itself. This is what has been established with the 49ers. Now, take a glimpse to the other coast. Have you read what the Giants did today? Did you read how their coach handled that today? An all-out brawl, which happens in training camp. That's one thing. An all-out brawl with their quarterback at the bottom of the pile getting the brunt end of it to the point where the head coach lined up grown men with children and mortgages and multi-million dollar deals and made them run gassers and do push-ups and berate them nonstop for about 30 minutes straight and then kick the coaches out of practice and still F-bomb the players for another 20 minutes. That's Joe Judge who has no business being a head coach especially of grown men. And I'm glad he works with grown men, not kids, because you just don't treat humans like that over throwing a ball. Um, but anyway, 
culture matters. So when players say things like, oh, I love the culture here, right? I love the 49ers. I love playing for Kyle Shanahan. He's a player's coach. What does that mean? It means Kyle Shanahan's not going to do that and degrade people in front of their peers and others. And two, the players have enough respect for Kyle Shanahan not to do boneheaded crap like that. Kyle Shanahan's been here for five years. We haven't heard about that. There are toxic cultures. There are toxic climates. We don't have that. We don't have that. And it starts with our front office. Kyle Shanahan, obviously, but even John Lynch, who's about to be inducted in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, which I'm so excited I get to go out there. Uh, it's going to be a blast. Um, but, you know, John Lynch, he piped in on this too, this whole quarterback controversy. What did he say? He said, Jimmy is playing the best football he has ever played currently. Some point, you got to believe these guys. You got to. Now, <laughs> I wrote that whole spiel. And I go through all my notes and, you know, I'm leaving class a little after lunch and I'm trying to go through all my notes and add and, you know, whatever. And sure enough, the play of the training camp comes up. We all know who it is. It's Trey Lance falling back to his left, throwing a freaking rifle despite falling backwards to Trent Sherfield for a 65-yard touchdown pass. And it just looked beautiful. Um, the amount of talent that this kid has, it's up there. Um, it's up there and, and I love it. And so, and I do want to give a shout out to Delta. He call it, he's been calling for Sherfield. Uh, he tagged me in it today. So I appreciate that. Um, Sherfield's making this roster one because he's just an ace special teamer, but he's, he's a top end speed guy. So he can stretch the deep field. You're probably only going to have about 10 to 12 catches on the year. And, you know, he's going to be that wide receiver six, but you, all of his contract was guaranteed. This dude's not going anywhere. They overpaid to get him here to help with special teams, but he also brings about a little bit of a veteran leadership to a wide receiver room. Now, that's going to be Muhammad Sanu, but Sherfield's going to be the backup guy that can play outside and stretch the field, which I think is important. Uh, but anyway, that's our quarterback talk. Real quick, here's a question. From AJ Silva, a uh, big fan of this dude. Um, he says, is Nick Bosa a little too skinny? Do you think that it's meant to make him quicker, or is it just a result of his injury, inability to train, all those things? So we, we talked about that. I took the clip down. On the last episode, I played the clip of him talking. Um, he actually is the same weight that he was in 2019, and he's pushing the exact same amount of weight and weights when he's lifting as he was in 2019. He's just converted and kind of chiseled his body fatigue uh, because he's in such great shape. So because of that, I, I, I'm not too worried. It, you know, sometimes players like Mike McGlinchey lose a lot of weight and that can cost them. He weighs the same. He's pushing the same weight. He's just converted a lot more of his body fat into muscle. So I, I'm not too worried about that currently. We got to wait and see, though, because Bosa still hasn't gone, um, you know, one-on-ones, full pads against Trent Williams. Once we see that, and again, I don't want to rush that, but once we get to that point, that's when it's going to be exciting. Um, I'll tell you this, man. I, I Bosa could play, and whenever you go back to that playoff stretch, and you guys all know this, that was the best defensive player in the NFL for four straight weeks. I guess three straight weeks. The NFC Divisional Round versus the Vikings. The AFC Championship where he single-handedly destroyed Aaron Rodgers. And then what? he had like 20 pressures in three games. And then the Super Bowl, of course. He was all over the place. And I mean, you, you, if the refs threw that one holding flag, 
you know, on that one third and 15 play, then he's the hero. He, he would have been Super Bowl MVP. That's how damn good he was. Um, so anyway, I think he's going to pick up right where he left off. All right, let's transition. Let's get a quick word from my bookie and let's go through the AFC and pick our division winners. Guys, I am so excited. My bookie is back. This is year four. What a relationship we've had with this sponsor and just want to say thank you to them. But here's what this means. Winning seasons return at my bookie. Winning season means you get half of your first deposit. If you haven't deposited already with them, they match half of it all the way up to $1,000. Winning seasons, they've got everything that you've ever wanted. You can parlay your bets, props, all kinds of stuff. If you know football, and again, if you bet with us last year, we tripled our money. Tripled our money throughout the season. Yeah, we make some bad uh, calls, but overall, that's what it's all about. Having fun, and when you put money down on these games, you have way more fun. So use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, and they will match half of your first deposit. Helps the podcast get you some extra money. Now, rollovers do apply. If you're not sure how that works, contact their customer support. They'll walk you through everything. But we're going to be betting with them all year long. So go sign up. It's so simple. Make your picks, win big, collect your cash. So easy to get money in and to get money out. These guys are the absolute best. So head over there. Your winning season begins today only at my bookie. I love it, man. So let's talk about this, but I do want to say, just want to say thank you. Uh, Jason Ellsworth, big dog up there, just joined the Jerry Rice tier over on Patreon. Just want to say thank you. You'll be joining us and a whole bunch of other guys. I see Phillip still in there. Um, and we're going to be having a blast over there. So do want to say thank you. Appreciate that. And hopefully you enjoy the content. I think we have over 350 hours of video breakdowns currently up over there because uh, as soon as you join you get it all uh, and there's a lot so if you're bored and you're a little anxious you got to watch some football almost the entire last season every offensive defensive play is up there you can go watch it all plus all of our rookies multiple breakdowns there so let's talk about these divisional bets um which I, a lot of people have been asking for so let's go through each division just in the afc next week we'll do an episode with the nfc as well afc south Okay, I think this is the worst division in all of football. Maybe the NFC East, both are terrible. Colts, golly, man. Every team gets hit with an injury bug at some point. You know, It happens to two or three teams every year. Colts are 100% the team this year. Loss wins. A couple days later, lose the number one guard in the NFL, Quentin Nelson, to the exact same injury. And that hurts. Both are going to be missing 5 to 12 weeks. I preferred the Colts in this division, but not with these losses. Uh, the Titans, I'm taking the Titans. They're plus 100 to win the division. So, again, if you just go to my bookie, click on NFL, click on ASC division winners, and there's odds for each one. So, and again, anytime I talk about a bet on here, that means I put money on it. Okay? So, if I say this, my money is on this. My own personal money. Um so I put $10. If you bet $10 on the Titans to win the division, you win 10 bucks back. That's kind of what that is. AFC West, man, it's the Chiefs and nobody else. Now, if you're one of those people that just has to have good odds and good payouts, you don't want to take this bet, I get it. They're minus 250, which means if you bet 10 bucks, you only win $4. But safe money is good money. Uh, Tony, <laughs> Tony Gwynn's in the Hall of Fame. You hit those singles, four bucks is four bucks. And again, you amp that up. You know, you could bet in orders of 10 to kind of multiply that out and see what that is. Let's do AFC East, baby. Um, this is a fun division. Okay, here are, the, here are the odds. Bills at minus 150. 
Patriots plus 300, Dolphins plus 350. I think the Bills have the best team, and I think that they probably will win the division. They're having some major issues. Obviously, all the anti-vaxxer stuff with Cole Beasley's putting out there, but also they're fighting with their city and flirting around with moving to Austin, Texas because they're trying to get a new deal and leveraging all that stuff. It's just bad. I, I hate the way I, I'm a I'm a closeted Bills fan when the 49ers aren't playing just because I love that fan base. I hate what's happening this offseason. So I'm taking the Dolphins. Now, hear me out and understand why. And I'm going to put a hedge bet in here, too, for you. I love the odds, and I think that they have the best defense in this division. And I think Tua takes a step up. I love what they've done. I love their coaching staff. Um, and here's here's why I love it. You bet $5, you win $17.50. That's tripling up. And you're betting on the best division in football. Now, if you're one of those people that's like, no way the Bills are going to win, well, get this. Hedge your bet. And here's what I mean by that. Put $10 on the Bills to win. And you'll win $6.67. So if the Bills or the Dolphins win, you're making some money. But if the Dolphins win, you're still covering consistently a lot of that money. So that's just a little hedge bet that you can do uh, to cover your tails. But again, if you want to go bold, go with the Dolphins. You want to go safe, go with the Bills. Or you can go both. I don't believe in the Patriots. Their quarterback situation is not good. Um, AFC North, last one for today. I don't like this division. <laughs> There's too many good teams. Ravens are the favorites, plus 135. Browns, plus 140, pretty close. Steelers, plus 380. I don't believe in the Steelers. I'm taking the Browns because they have the best roster by far in the in, in this division. Bet five to win seven. So if you're kind of mild or not sure where to go, stay away from that one. But hopefully you enjoyed that. Again, I'll be putting a lot more betting specials up for our Patreon supporters. Uh, I know I got a lot of betters over there. Thank you, AJ. What's up, man? He says, from one teacher to another. That's what I'm talking about. Wish I have a beer with you right now, man. Um, appreciate the content. So close to the school year. Yeah, it's uh, everything's ramping up, man. There's no doubt about that. Now, I wanted to talk a little bit. I know we're going to be going long here, but I don't care. I still got more to talk about. I want to talk about the offensive line. Um, we The 49ers put up Lakin Tomlinson and Alex Max in the press conference, and I thought that this was key. So the, the pride, and this is Lakin Tomlinson talking, who we haven't heard very much from, and I love that they're giving him a little bit of a voice. This is Lakin talking about what it means to have pride in the O-line. I mean, you can just tell with OTAs, uh, guys wanted to be with each other. You know, just the amount of guys that came back. You know, guys wanted to be with each other, to physically be there, hang out with each other. And, you know, that's what it takes to be a team. You know, that chemistry, especially the offensive line, just hanging around each other and feeling each other there, their presence, it, it changes everything. This could be a top three offensive line, which is crazy to say. You know, you look back, the 49ers have been bottom five with quarterback hits the past two years. Now, we've had a lot of injuries. I mean, last year we lost five centers. <laughs> Just what difference a year makes. We lost five centers before training camp was over, uh, before week one. And so and now you look at where we are now. We have an all-decade player at center. We could be a top five, top three O-line. I think the Saints and the Browns are kind of in a league of their own. Um, the Colts kind of were in that one. But, again, you lose the best guard in the NFL, Quentin Nelson. It's going to change things. There's no reason why the 49ers can't be there. And one of the things that I think is so special about this team, because Kyle Shanahan, he targets linemen with mobility. That's no secret with the zone and all those things that's going on. But what's different about this group 
is they were able to maintain targeting mobility, but they added so much weight and so much size. And here's the center, all-decade team center, Alex Mack, to talk about that. Uh, I think our offense would love to be very dynamic and keeping uh, defenses guessing. Uh, being one-dimensional is not what you really want to do. So the ability to run that outside zone effectively, and then when they start you know, overrunning, you can run inside zone into that, or you can run gap and kind of power scheme stuff to keep everybody honest and keep them guessing. I think that'll be a, a good dynamic to the run game. And then you match, match that all with our play action pass and just drop back, and you should have a very good offense. We started to see this. This was the evolution that took place in 2019. That the Shanahan and Kubiak system, whether it's Kyle, Daddy Shanahan, it doesn't matter. It's always been outside zone. And what happened was it happened week one against the Bucks and then week two against the Bengals. They started shifting their defensive alignments to widen, okay, to take away the outside zone. And it was during week two, the Bengals, where everything shifted. And so Kyle recognized the defense was adjusting to take away that outside zone, the bread and butter play. All right, cool. Well, we're just going to go through and we're just going to switch back to an inside zone power scheme to the inside, which inside zones, uh, it's a power gap concept because you're pulling and all those things, whatever else. But that changed everything. It was at that point, boom, defenses didn't know what to do and everything took off. That's when we went 9-0, and all those things. And so now you're to the point, whenever you add in Trey Lance, you got to pick how you're going to die <laughs> as a defense because you're guessing every single play. Okay, you want to take away outside zone? Awesome, we got inside zone. Okay, you want to load up in the box and make sure that we you know, protect against outside zone and inside zone? Oh, guess what? Our quarterback's going to keep it around the other edge. Okay, you want to stop all of those things? You want to commit 10 guys to the box? Cool, Trey Lance can throw it deep. So that's where we're going. That's where we're going. And because of this old line, you don't we could do whatever we want. We're playing against a small interior defensive line front. Guess what? We'll just run it right through the A and B gap. All right, cool. You got a little bit slower, big size linebackers. We're gonna press them around the corner. I'm so excited for the versatility that has been brought on. And it's not only with the old line. Look at Trey Sermon. That's a big old boy. <laughs> he, now he he specializes in the zone scheme. At Ohio State, but that stiff arm, he, he's mean, boy. <laughs> He'll come at you now. Now, one more player I want to talk about before we jump out of here. Another player on the rise, Roz Dwelly. I love it. Here's Kyle talking about just Dwelly, Dwelly duct tape, baby. Roz duct tape Dwelly. He just holds everything together so smoothly. Yeah, I mean, Ross is a very dependable guy who has as good of hands as anyone on our team. Um, you know, if the quarterbacks put it there and the, the guy's not by, I mean, he's rarely not going to make that play. So um, he gets more confidence each year. You know, he had, we had to throw him into a bunch of roles last year with Kittle being out for so long. And um, the more roles he gets thrown in, the more he'll surprise you and the better he gets. You know, one of the things that's been kind of interesting, you know, he's been working with the twos, obviously, Kittle's starting, but they do some two tight end sets, obviously, 12 personnel. He has more catches and team drills than George Kittle does so far through training camp. Now, obviously, Kittle's going to be the guy, but it is a testament to how much these quarterbacks, both Jimmy G and the rookie, trust him. He's just reliable. That's why I call him duct tape dwelly. He just holds everything together. He's not an elite athlete. He's not any of those things. 
but he just does the job. Do your job. Now, Ross had the chance to talk, and he, he just talked about how his whole entire job this offseason was just to get bigger, faster, and stronger. Here's Ross duct tape dwelly. I'm going to keep saying that so it catches on eventually. Um, I was in San Diego all offseason, um, so I was just doing the uh, 49ers workouts uh, that Dustin gives us. Um, so I would train at uh, USD, my alma mater, and then uh, I would train with my trainer, Teddy, um, in San Diego. And, you know, like I said, doing the 49er workouts, and I was just, you know, it's the same every offseason, trying to get bigger, faster, stronger, uh, trying to get in and out of my breaks better, um, you know, and be, be stronger so you can take on those big DNs in the trenches. And I got to say this, too. I've been asked and emailed, I guess, this started with the Shanna hat like a couple years ago in 2019. Um, and we're a community, and that's what we're about. A lot of people want that hat. The uh, SF that's in cursive, I think uh, Trey Lance wore it the other day as well. I don't know where to get it, so if you know um, where to get that, will you email me or message me on Twitter at JL underscore Chapman or 49ers Rush podcast at gmail.com i don't have time to go uh, looking for it like i used to in the past but if you could let me know so i could put that out there for the masses so everybody can get their stuff man you want to look good and you know like i got this hat i bought this hat a while ago whenever i was doing giveaways in the off season and then sure enough like two weeks later shanahan shows up wearing my hat so i like i put it back up because i was like man i don't want everybody to think i'm a copycat but dang it's a pretty hat <laughs> it's the all white with the 49ers in cursive uh but anyway uh, so, um, so having said that, hopefully you enjoyed today's podcast. This is fun, man. We're so close, baby. We're so close. Now, before we get out of here, I do got to let you know the super fantasy league is in full swing. We already have like 35 people signed up. So here's the instructions to get that one. Uh, just before we take off. Oh man, I'm excited about this one. Over half of the emails and comments that I get out there are all about fantasy leagues and dynasty league startups. Well, here we got. This is going to be incredible. The 49ers Rush Super Fantasy League. We did some charity leagues last year and that was fun. This has unlimited potential. It's only 25 bucks. $25 is going to be a redraft league. And what we're going to do, if you're familiar with the Scott Fishbowl and the fantasy correspondent and all that stuff that goes on there, it's going to be similar to that. So it's a 10-man league, okay? What happens is for every 10-man league, there's going to be several. Top four make the playoffs. Whoever wins at the playoff structure that's going to be traditional there, if you're your league champion of your 10-man league, you go into a super playoff versus all of the other league's champions, and we're going to roll over a little bit of the payment that comes through that for the super league as well. So if you finish first or second in your league, you get paid. And if you win your league, you win again in the Super League. It's going to be an absolute blast. So here's how you get in. You have to pay first, okay? It's only 25 bucks. I paid my entry fee. My son's going to be playing as well. Um, and all you got to do is follow the link for League Safe, okay? It's in this description in this video. That way, no money's exchanging hands between people. It goes into League Safe. They hold it, and they divvy out payments. Make sure you fill out your email. Um, once you make your payment on Lee Safe, that's how you'll get invited 
to the draft itself. It's going to be an absolute blast. And my friend, Steve Spacrotelli, he's going to be helping me set this up and commission all these different leagues. Guys, we could have 120 people and have 10 separate leagues. This is going to be incredible. The main reason why I'm doing this, one, I love fantasy, but to build community. That's what it's about. The people that were in the charity leagues last year have a better relationship with them, and they talk amongst themselves, and it's absolutely incredible. So that's what we're doing here. 49ers Rush Super League. Go click the click the League Safe link in this video. Put your $25 in, and you're in. That's all it's going to take. Excited to destroy all of you. All right, man. Hopefully you guys join us in some of those things. It's blowing up. You just pay 25 bucks, you're in. I'm adding through and populating all these different leagues. We already got two and a half full. We're just going to keep going. The more people we get in there, the more fun it's going to be. Um, right now, we've even got cool divisions. Um, so John Taylor division's full. Garrison Hurst Taylor's full. And Steve Young division is halfway full. And I got a bunch more on there. We're going to be monitoring all that. But you guys are incredible. This has been a lot of fun. Obviously, we'll be back on Sunday. I think I'm in town Yes, I'll be back Sunday going live then. Um, try to get a bonus episode out Thursday. We'll see. Uh, I do have an interview set up with a former 49er. I don't want to let too much out there right now. So uh, that's coming your way soon. So stay tuned, guys. Appreciate everything. As always, you're the absolute best. And as always, stay strong, faithful. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.